I made a post the other day that got a interesting response, sort of expected, but also not 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 so much because I got a lot of questions about it. You know, a, a lot of times when I share these ideas, I get a lot of people that are like, "Yeah, I love this," man. you know. But like, and sometimes I'll I'll make a post that gets people responding like. Well, I want to know more about this. How would I do this? And I got a lot of messages about this post and, and I think it really kind of resonated with people. And the idea was simple in that a lot of us are posting on social media and that we're, we're sort of confused about why we're not getting the response that we want, right? So we're posting good stuff, helpful stuff. We're doing better shit than the people around us, but like, we're just not getting the results that we want. I hear about this a lot with local business owners, teachers, whatever people that need the customers to come in locally because even if they have a lot of followers the followers are spread all over the world and it's just like pissing in the ocean um so that post resonated with people and the concept that i was kind of presenting loosely in that 60 second video came from a book called breakthrough advertising by a guy named eugene schwartz and actually i have the book but i loaned it to someone so i can't show you it's it's one of these books that's crazy it's like it's like it goes between like 500 bucks and like a thousand dollars on amazon it's like out of print and some weird thing it's just like a normal book which is sort of a lesson in and of itself there's not a lot of books that you can get 500 bucks for like a normal book but this i mean it's a, it's a classic in the advertising space there's it's it's just filled with like genius stuff and one of the one of the concepts in that book that's been the most helpful to me over the years has been this idea of the five stages of customer awareness. And it begins with people who are completely unaware and then it moves up to where people are totally fucking aware and fully on board with you and they're buying your shit and they're your customer. So a lot of us do a pretty good job of talking to a couple of the segments, but we miss some of them. And it's the ones that we miss that tend to have the most opportunity. So the the ones that we're missing with people who are completely unaware, that that group of people is the most the most potential for gr- for growth and scale is in there because there's more people who are unaware of problems and solutions and then also on the other side of that the people who are completely aware and who are already ready in a lot of us are we get a little shy or gun shy about pulling the trigger on making the offer, which is really what those people need. They're in. They just they don't need you to unsell them. They just need to know where to go, how much it costs and what to do. And so some of these segments you're probably doing pretty well with. Some of them you probably need a little bit of work with. And this episode is all about that. We go through first, I just briefly describe the different levels and stages of customer awareness. And then after that, walk through just some simple ways to Uh, Think about your content and promotions and the things that you're doing so that you are making sure you're speaking to each of these different segments in the way that they need to be spoken to in order to be able to make a decision about investing in your product service and you. So hope you enjoy the episode. Thank you for listening. And uh, yep, that's it. Enjoy. Later. You can kind of boil the idea down like this. If you take all of the people who are potential customers for you and you put them on a continuum, there's people who are less aware of you or completely unaware of you. And there's people who are more aware or maybe most aware of you. And this awareness also isn't just about you, but it's also some people just aren't even aware that a solution exists at all. Or there's even people who don't even know that they have a problem. And in general, the less aware that people are of you, the solution, or that a problem even exists the less open they will be to a direct sales pitch and the more indirect you will need to be when you discuss your 
product and your service. And if you're familiar with like a sales funnel concept, which can be a little bit played and a little bit tired and it can be a little intimidating for some people, it, it, it sort of makes sense where the most aware people will be at the bottom of the funnel. These, are, these would be like your customers or people who have bought things from you more than one time. And then the opening of the funnel would be the the people who are less aware, again, of you and your product, of other solutions in general, or even of the problem itself. And I think having a just a general understanding about these different levels of awareness, these stages of awareness, what, what I'm aiming to do here will just give you, it, what I'm hoping to do is give you a sort of framework for thinking about the content you're producing and the promotions you're running and the different things you need to be doing, because it's important that we talk to people who are at different levels of awareness, different stages of awareness in different ways, the way that's going to resonate most with them. And obviously they're all very different. Let's just start with stage one. So this is totally unaware. And these people, they don't know about you and they don't even know that there are a solution to their problem. And there's even some of these people who don't even know that that a, a problem exists. They're not even aware that they have a problem. And if we just take uh, you know, a mobility minded yoga teacher as an example. So a lot of, a lot of us, a lot of them, they kind of most, they spend a significant part of their day in a bubble talking about these mobility concepts with people who also are aware of these concepts. And it almost starts to feel like, um, there's some deception where you almost feel like other people are just as aware as you are just as interested in you. Whereas if you think about, you know, if you're someone who's a yoga teacher in like a small market, like I've talked a lot about my success with yoga in Los Angeles, which I get pushback about that a lot. Like, well, yeah, but there's millions of people there. I live in this little village in Lithuania and there's not that many people here. How am I going to do that? I think, you know, if you consider that audience, those people are, of course, they're going to be unaware of your really smart yoga solution. And, and, and maybe some of these people are, are already doing yoga and they feel like they're doing themselves a service and that it's good for them. And they're not even, they're not even aware that what they're doing might be a problem. Even if they're experiencing some sort of pain or something, they, they might not understand that a, a, a problem even exists yet. So of course they're not showing up to your class with, internally rotated hips and isometric contractions all day and doing slow joint circles. They're, they're, they're not there yet. And stage two would be problem aware. So now these people have moved past the point of complete unawareness and they're aware that there is a problem. They may, it may be subtle. It may be in the back of their mind. They may be experiencing some sort of pain, but they feel there's some need that isn't being met but the difference between this stage and the next stage is that they don't yet know that a solution exists. They just know that something's off in their life. They may not be able to define it. They may not be able to label it. And we'll talk a little bit more later about different ways to talk to these different groups of people. But th this is stage two is people who are aware of a problem unaware of a solution. Now, stage three is solution aware. So now people are aware that solutions exist, right? So they've got a a general or even specific idea about what their problem is. They've done some preliminary research or they're, they're or, or just going about their day in their life. They've they're they're aware that solutions to this problem exist. And if we take a really common example, something like, you know, weight loss or fitness, somebody who wants to lose weight or lose fat or gain muscle or change their body in any way, they're aware of all sorts of different solutions. There's CrossFit, there's just like regular gyms. There's some people may think of yoga when they think of this, some spin, there's, there's all sorts of different fitness solutions and people are aware of them. They may just not know which one is right for them yet. So that's stage three solution aware. Stage four is product aware. 
So now these people are more educated. They know that the problem exists. There's solutions out there. They've seen them. They even know that you exist. And because they know that you exist, they know that your competition exists. And at this point, they're not, they're sure they want to move on a solution. They want to solve their problem, but they don't know which, which solution is right for them yet. But this, now we're getting them warmed up. We're getting them where we want them which is the next stage, stage five. So these are the most aware. These are the people who are customers of yours or the people who are on the brink of becoming a customer and they're just ready to go. Most, we're going to talk a little bit more about this in a moment, but most of this stuff here is about, if you think about Apple and like an iPad, for example. So people don't necessarily, like when they're, when, when Apple releases a new iPad, people don't need to be convinced to go buy the iPad. They're already ready to go. They just need to be told where to go get one and how much it costs. Right. So like these people at, at this, this is where we want them. Right. So like you're, they're pretty much, if they're not already a customer or already a diehard fan, they're as close as they can possibly get. And this is exactly where you want to take them. So, you know, as I mentioned earlier, now they're, now they're really aware. So now they're much more open to a direct sales pitch and just very clear, go here to do this now. Whereas the people at the beginning of the continuum who are unaware of you, that a solution exists, or maybe even that a problem exists, those people are obviously less open to a direct sales pitch and require more indirect messaging about your product service solution. All right, so now let's kind of run back through them and I'll give you some sort of just more specifics about different types of things you want to be thinking about with each different group. And if you want more information about the actual like what to say stuff, uh, our program Money Moves goes in depth into all of these different concepts. And if, and by the way, just for listening to this podcast, if you want to send me an email, ryan at unusuallyfocused.com, I'll send you a coupon code to save a little cash on Money Moves. And then there's also this, like an advertising piece to this, which if you're, if you're looking to target local people, there's, there's a, an element of just the actual targeting you're doing and not just posting on social media that can be important. But in this section, I'm mostly going to focus on the sort of what to say, what to post, what types of messaging will work best with each of the different stages of awareness. And we'll just begin with the first stage, the most unaware stage, which by the way, is the largest segment of people. There's more people who are unaware than people who are aware. So this, this stage of people offers the most opportunity for growth and for scaling, but it also is the most difficult one because these people, again, we don't, we don't, we don't get to benefit from our competition educating them because they don't even have any awareness about it at all. So uh, th they're not ready for all that yet, but but this is definitely the lar largest group. And if we can find a way to speak to these people, this is where we can really, really cash in. So this group of the most unaware people, they don't respond to what we typically use as content on social media. So like the value add delivering sort of result type stuff, teaching them stuff. These people aren't ready for that yet because again, they're so they're completely unaware. They don't even know that they have a problem or if they do, it's so vague that they don't really know that what to do about it. Or they won't even see what, what, what teaching you're delivering to them. Um, but what they will respond to though is stories and parables because what you're actually looking to do here is because these people are likely unaware that they even have a problem at all is making them aware that they have a problem and you want to be sort of uh, touch touching emotions and and speaking some sort of attitude and dissatisfaction um so, so stories are great for this and and one one of the best ways that you can ever build influence over somebody is if you can describe their problem better than they can describe their problem 
when you can do this, they will just automatically, unequivocally assume that you've got an answer. So stories about yourself, stories about your clients, stories about people you don't even know that just you, you can tell them well and tell them with emotion, that type of content that opens this group's mind to the, the problem that they have will work best. And it's what requires, it's what's required. It's the, 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 the stuff that we typically do does not sing to these people. That's why a lot of people really struggle on social media, especially people who operate in a local market where they need people to come to them locally. The, they're, they're, they're using marketing that is designed for people that are further along the awareness ladder. And we're going to get to those in a moment, but we're not, they're not doing enough of what needs to be done to get those people interested. Cause remember the, the largest segment of people are these people. So if you're already dealing with a smaller population than the globe in your local market, you've got less of the people who are aware of the, of the solution. So we've got to be speaking to the people who are unaware. And when we get to stage two, problem aware. Now, these people know they have a problem and they are not aware yet that a solution exists. And this sort of stuff, this kind of bleeds off of stage one. They're, they're, in some sense, they're, a lot of it is the same sort of thing. Um, personal stories here work great that describe the problem. Um, a lot of this is about sort of just letting them know that you feel their pain and that you connect with their pain. And you can do this with personal story about, you know, how you got to be in the position that you're in, but also stories about the people that you've worked with. And, and you can also start providing some kind of like results in advance sort of content where you're teaching. But, I, but the important thing here with this type of results in advance content is that it's not just practical advice in that you're also allowing for some story to, to spill into the teaching. So, you know, you're not just saying step one, put your knee here. Step two, extend arm here. You're, you're talking about that this exercise helped you solve this weird back pain that you had for years and couldn't figure out, or you're giving them something that is something more than just the practical and tactical stuff. They need you to still be explaining to them exactly what problem this is solving. And again, this is a group that is not ready for a direct sales pitch. So using stories here are great and letting them know that you feel their anxiety, their pain, um, that type of stuff works best. For stage three, which are the solution aware folks. So these people are aware that they have a problem. They're, they've done some general preliminary research into some possible solutions, or maybe they're just aware of solutions for this problem that they are now just realizing they have. This can also be an effective group for uh, results in advance content can be an effective method for this group, but also testimonials and case studies. Because now what we're trying to do is they're aware a solution exists. So now we want to show them that our, that our solution works. So the case studies and testimonials that speak to results. And in the next section, there's a different type of testimonial I'm going to talking about, talking about, but in, with, with these folks who are aware of a solution, but not yet aware of you, um, speaking to their problem and also talking about very specific results is a really good strategy here. So results in advance, teach them some stuff ahead of time before they need to give you some money and also testimonials and case studies. And when we get to stage four, which is product aware, which now these folks are aware. I keep saying folks. I don't say folks, except when I'm on the internet. It's fucking weird. So now these people are aware of the problem, the solution. They're now they're aware of you and they're also aware of your competition. So here's where we need to create points of differentiation. And this, this isn't the, 
you don't want to really differentiate yourself just based upon the information. Um, it's, it's a much more sustainable differentiation if you do it with personality and connection and bonding with people. So this is a great place for like backstory stuff and, and, and filling them in on the type of person you are. And then testimonials are great here. Um, I, I, testimonials that have some results in them, but I would also focus on testimonials that allow for the personality of the of the testimonial giver to shine through. So the idea here is that you want these people to be seeing because they're aware of you and your competition and they're trying to make a decision about which solution is best for them. One of the best ways to make people feel safe and included in whatever solution you provide is to allow them to see what other types of people are using your stuff and getting results with it. So in the last stage, the testimonials can be focused a little bit more on results, kind of skewed in that direction, still with allowing some personality to shine. But in this stage, we want even lo maybe longer form case studies or videos of people that allow the viewer to see the types of people and the types of problems that they've, that they've experienced and the specific sorts of problems that you've solved. So this is specificity is huge here. So if you can tell a story about yourself or about a client, about a very self-contained event where the solution that you've provided and the results that they have got from doing your stuff has changed their life in some way, this can be really powerful stuff here. Um, and again, results in advance is a great thing to do here. So this, and if results in advance is just you teaching them cool, practical stuff that they can do now to get results before they give you some money. And another thing to consider here is the sort of technical distribution of your content, which advertising plays a big part of this because, you know, you want to be targeting the people that can be customers. So if it's a local business, you want to be targeting people in the area, obviously, and not just pissing in the ocean, as I like to say, just posting on social media and hoping that someone shows up. But you also... It's not just about targeting, but it's also about being omnipresent. So being around all of the time. And that's one of the really cool things about using Facebook and Instagram advertising now is that you can show your stuff to the people who are who have who have self-selected themselves into this category by watching your videos and consuming content as they've as they've been building themselves up to this stage, is that now you can use those indicators of interest to continue to be around and, and, and continue to show all of this stuff to those people. So you'll be able to retarget those people. If you've heard that term remarketing and show them these, you know, personality laden case studies and testimonials and deliver the results in advance, because we don't want to just post it on social media and then hope that those people see it. We want to make sure that those people see it. So just relying on the algorithm and, and trusting is, is not enough. So this is definitely a place to add in a little bit of a targeted focused advertising strategy magic pixel dust will go into great depth on all of this stuff so if that's something you're interested in definitely take a look at magic pixel dust right on and then when we get them to where we want them which is stage five the most aware all we really can do here is fuck it up you know so we just don't want to say something that'll make them decide not to buy the thing because they're pretty much already there. And at this point, these are the people who are just ready for the offer. So a lot of people, they get a little bit, they sell from their heels or they get a little bit gun shy and they don't want to pull the trigger on telling people exactly what to do. So this is where a sale, a direct sales pitch is the best thing for them, right? They just need to know the details and where to get it. You don't want to confuse them with more stuff because you're still dancing around the offer. Um, this is a great place for dark posts, which are uh, again, covered in magic pixel dust, but you can learn about it by just Googling it. Uh, essentially it's, you can, it's an ad that doesn't show up on your page. So now you can make just really straight direct pitch offers to people who have already done enough to done enough stuff, watch videos, gone to pages, signed up for your email list, whatever to 
indicate to you that I'm ready. And now you can just make direct pitches and tell them exactly where to go without posting it on your feed. That, that can be an effective device here. So it's dark posts for, for the stage five group of awareness is powerful stuff. Um, but mostly, yeah, this is just about details. You know, they're already in, they don't need to know more about the features and benefits. They don't need to know more about why they just need to know about where, how much, and what to do next. All right. All right. So I think this, this whole concept, the five stages of awareness, this can be there can be an, a, a whole entire podcast episode dedicated to each stage, which now that I say it out loud, I will probably end up doing at some point. But I just wanted to give you just a overview of the of the system. It's it's one of the coolest and kind of most helpful frameworks that I've ever used to think about, OK, what should I post today? How how do I move someone who's a new visitor to my page along the journey to the point where that they'll be more open to an offer. Um, and, and it's that idea. And it's just thinking about these different groups of people. So, you know, as you go about your just normal social media posting, I mean, you should continue to just post as you do, but just keep these different groups of people in mind. And you, it's, it's okay to post things about all of them because even someone who's at a, say a stage four, they'll, appreciate the message that you delivered in stage one, because remember stage one isn't a direct pitch, right? So it's, it's just stories, parables, um, backstory stuff about you, et cetera. So as they ascend, most of what you did in the lower, what you did for the lower levels of awareness will still resonate with a lot of those people. So I don't want you to overcomplicate this idea and start thinking, well, fuck, where am I going to post that and this and that? It's like, you just, you know, for now, just continue to post as you do. Think about these different groups of people. Think about which areas you're doing well with, which is probably you're probably doing pretty good with like talking to stage three and stage four. Um, and you may be doing OK with stage five, which is actually the closest to the money. But a lot of people, again, they just they sort of get gun shy and don't pull the trigger and don't they're not clear about where to go and what to do. And also pricing is an, is an issue here, too. So if you're someone who's uncomfortable with pricing, some people who were ready to go may actually be turned off by a low price. So there's a lot to, to be said about that. But I, again, I don't want to overcomplicate it. So just continue to post as you do. Think about these different groups and 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 then just um, make sure you're giving something to all of them. And then if you want to tune it up and if you want to actually really get, I don't want to say get jiggy with it, but I kind of just did. Magic Pixel Dust, using Facebook and Instagram advertising is fucking clutch. So uh, there's a lot of reasons why. Two of them that are most salient here are the first one is that if you're operating locally or even if you're not targeting is just a good thing to do. So if you need to target people who can only come because they they, they got to come to your studio, that's one reason you, you want to be targeting and not just posting, but also the idea of omnipresence. So when you use Facebook and Instagram ads, you now will appear in people's news feeds. You'll appear in, in other apps that they use on Facebook, on Instagram, in different places, in stories, whatever. So you'll just be around a lot, which is a really important part of this stuff, especially as they begin to ascend stage three, stage four. Now they're aware and they're aware of your competition. So we want to be you know, we're not just we're not just trying to say we're we're better. So come to us. We want them to really connect. We want to connect with them as people. And in order to do that, we need to be seen with frequency. And in order to be seen with frequency, we need to give Facebook and Instagram some money because the news feed and organic reach just doesn't work the same way as it used to. So if you're interested in learning more about all of that advertising stuff, Magic Pixel Dust is my 
best and greatest fucking thing that I've made to date. Um, we're starting pretty soon, depending on when you're listening to this. So you can just go to unusuallyfocus.com slash magicpixeldust to learn more. And other than that, if you have not yet left a review or whatever the hell rated this podcast, it would be really helpful if you did. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I backed off asking for that, but it helps. So please do that. And I think that's it. Um, same shit. Need a sexy outro, but let's just go with... Thanks for listening.